Hi, I'm Stuart Huff. At night, I'm a stand-up comedian, but during the day, I spend my time roaming through junk shops that hopefully smell like mildew. I'm not looking for antiques. No, I'm looking for items that spark my curiosity. And if they're the right price, then they come home with me. This podcast is accurately named Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. Welcome to another episode of Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. That's, you know, we'll edit in Cody's version there. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? That was like the, you know, I'm the apprentice. Yeah. Man. Uh, we have uh, oh, a couch number one, Cody Melcher. Hello. Who I'm a huge fan of. And Tom just met Cody, right? Two days ago, three days ago, whatever. Yeah, I'm enjoying him. I'm enjoying Tom, him. I knew you, Tom would too. like Cody because Tom's got that mind that is like, oh, wow. You know, Tom doesn't, he doesn't really like do well with small talk. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? No, Tom I Simmons that. is on couch B. Yeah. And Tom doesn't do well with, you know, the small talk. But when someone says something interesting, Tom's like, what? Why? How do you know that? What? <laughs> what? And he's, Some guy from the corner of the room is all of a sudden like, really? What's, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And I just, on teeth. Yeah. I just knew that uh, that Tom would, would, would dig Cody. Yeah, anybody like anybody with yeah. curiosity likes yeah. Cody, the easy bake melch. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Tom Simmons is on couch B. If you listen to the podcast, both of these guys are regular uh, guests. Here we can we talk about frustration before we get into this item? Sure. Can we talk about uh, uh, frustration? Is the best word. Just I, I have I I'm, can you feel I'm like an actor? Yeah. I'm, get, I'm getting in character. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> you know what frustration. Do you, what do you want to hear? I constantly you have some frustration. That yeah. I'm Open the back. lockers. <laughs> Turn the little lock till you hear it click, and Tom's got 11 lockers full of frustration. Oh, man. Cody's an easy, happy boy. He doesn't no. have any frustration. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. So I'm in a junk shop, a good one, in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. Ooh. I'm a big fan of Shreveport. I went to a fencing really? tournament in Shreveport. Yeah. I went to a fencing tournament in Shreveport. That, and that, was a fencer, that's cool. the second oddest sentence about Shreveport that's ever been said. Yes. The other one is, it's not racist. Um, <laughs> I like Shreveport. I don't, you know, I like the town, right? There's the casinos. Yeah. The, I don't like that. I, I actually don't... like Shreveport, too. I have a little fond memories of Shreveport. Do you? Yeah, I do. You worked there. the Funny Bone there. Yeah, well, I worked there when it was great, and then I worked there when it was not great. Like, I worked when it there was... when it was not great. Oh, you worked there when it was back down to Bowling Alley or even a lower step? Oh, so I worked wow. there when it was underneath the bridge. That was... That was it. Was both great and not great there within a year. Like it was <laughs> in the first place. It was like ah, oh, this is great, and then it yeah. somehow went from being one of those rooms where it's just magic uh-huh. to like, ooh, what? Ooh, why what did happened? I want to come back here? Oh, like, that's, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's depressing. Yeah. But that, but Shreveport, the town. Once you get away from the casinos, you get away from the targets and the, the you know, Bed Bath and Beyonds. You get away from that crap. <clears throat> Shreveport is a town that you know, like the McDonald's in the actual town of Shreveport is from 1974. You know, and they just haven't updated it. It's yeah, it's dirty. Okay, whatever. You know, there's a uniqueness. To there's Shreve- a uniqueness. All the buildings have not been torn down and renovated, and high rises put up. You can still see some old history in Shreveport. You know, the river's cool. Like the river's the- cool. It's neat. There's a there's a you know there's it's steamboat history. Yeah. You know, it's just, there's a lot of stuff in Shreveport. So, and there was also, 
a full-size Catholic confessional booth. Oh, no. Yes, sir. In the junk shop? In the junk shop. Oh, man. Yeah. Are you, you have a more excited look on your face right now, Tom. There's... The, it, most of the time, I pull out these, these pieces of absolute museum quality treasures, <laughs> and Tom is like, well, "Why'd you buy that? What you know?" And I say, "It's only eighteen dollars." He's like, "What a waste of seventeen dollars!" Right, you know, right. right? That's true. But confession booth. All of a sudden, it, I saw your eyes. Well, I don't know. It just seems like it's weird to have like in a junk shop. Very and I was weird. Like, and then like, what kind of shop did it have? Other weird stuff, or was it just like yeah. normal? Like yeah. Like I'm asking you. Like what do you mean? Yeah. Right. Like, I'm about to tell you. It's okay. a. Okay. <laughs> All right. Picture. Uh, uh, well, Easy Bake is here, so let me say this next sentence. Okay. Like Easy Bake would. Picture, if you will. A dig, if you will. Dig, if you will. There you go. That's his sentence. Dig, if you will. I like that. An old Kmart. It's from Prince. Okay. An old Roses. Yeah. Right. Are we with us? An old department store. It's not the super mega Walmart. It's not that big. Right. It's a it's a Roses. It's a K. It's a nineteen seventy five Kmart size building. Okay. Isn't yeah. it? Isn't tiny, but it's not enormous. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not a Home Depot. Sure. Um, Middle of nowhere or sort of in... Bad side of Shreveport, strip Ooh, mall. Okay. okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Graffiti, I mean, graffiti all over everything. We got stuck in that part, I think, uh, trying to get out of Shreveport. Really? Yeah. I drove there and yeah. didn't, didn't want to leave. <clears throat> um, strip mall, most of, the, most of the stores in the strip mall are nothing. They're boarded up. It says for rent, right? Mm-hmm. This, the, the main building, the Kmart, the main store, is a junk shop, and it's a, it's a pretty good one, you know, meaning I've found, I don't know, about 10 or 12 things over the years that you know, I, I like, you know. Like if you met somebody that, that did what you do, and you're like, oh, okay, you'd be sure to, like, if they were in that area, you'd be like, make sure you go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, one of yours. The professional you know? courtesy. <laughs> right, right, right. If they called me and said, hey, I'm, I'm driving through Shreveport, where should I go? This is a place I'd send them. Okay. If you find, I'll describe it like this: If you find something in there, it's going to be reasonably priced. You're going to get a deal. Ooh. You know, occasionally I would walk in, spend an hour look, walking around looking, and leave with nothing. Okay. But eight out of ten times, I've got something in my hand, whether it's a picture frame, you know, or uh, that's where I found the fat shaker. You know, the you put the strap on your back and you oh, turn yeah. it on, it shakes your fat away like the old cartoons. You yeah. Know? Yeah. How about that thing in that shop? Okay. Does it work? It yeah. Well, it doesn't remove fat, but you turn it on, it jiggles you. Okay. You know, so it depends on what your definition of work is. Right? Yeah. It jiggles you. To be fair, I did the same thing. Well, that is. If you turn me on, I jiggle you. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me ask you. I don't this. know if that's fair. <laughs> you should have said, to be honest, I do the same thing. I'd say Good it's point. pretty fair, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, what what were you going to ask? How Tom? many employees? Oh, uh, one in a dog or it's nothing. No, it's one in a cat. She has a cat. Great. With food on the counter. It has to be more than that. That's a, that's a pretty big, that's a pretty big establishment. On a Tuesday, Wednesday, I think they're closed on Monday on a Tuesday, Wednesday, 30, one person and a cat. Not a lot of people going in there. First of all, this is, this is not downtown trendy shopping Shreveport. Right. You know what I mean? This is, (laughs) 
Is that a, part, you is that a part of Shreveport? Is that a, <laughs> well, yeah. Is that a thing? Like, I mean, what? Because, of those, because of those life support systems, that's what I call casinos, uh-huh. because of those life support systems, keeping towns from dying, you know, which there's I think fake they fake trendy places around yeah, there for the tourists. Yeah, there's a Panera Bread yeah. and a bunch of crap. And there's people, like Buffalo Wild Wings. There's a damn Buffalo Wild. You can go across the river to the quote-unquote bad area, which I disagree with. The bad area is the casinos. You can go mm. over here and get some real wings, you know. Right. Yeah, you you know you might itch later because you sat in something and it's you know it's asbestos or whatever. But you know what I mean? Are you alive or not? You're right. There's that part probably of almost every city that's every city. Yeah, yeah it's right. Panera, it's Subway, it's right. you know Jimmy John. You, well, blah, right, blah, blah, right. blah, 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 when blah. you see a Verizon, there's going to be a Starbucks. Yes, and then and that, then see, there's that's that. Of, type, that's my kind of the city. Yes, that's where I stay. Same here. Yeah, not it's me. The, it's the devil I know. This guy is over in like a La Quinta with like <laughs> La Quinta. With like what are you some, talking about? Like, I'm not paying big money. <laughs> uh, yes, I don't like La Quinta. All right, well, that's, whatever. That's you're, an import. That's true. You're, <laughs> look, you're in an Econo Lodge where you got to kick you in go. the door. The there you goods. go. Yeah. Yeah. And look, look. I don't know how many people are going to be offended by this next sentence, but oh, if the word, no. if the name Patel is not connected to the hotel, I'm not interested in staying there. <laughs> right. I like Indian-owned hotels. Okay. I just thought you liked rhyming. Oh. <laughs> I like Econo Lodges. I like La Quinta. If someone gave me a coupon for a free a night. Coupon? Do they have I, those? My dad has like a, a La Quinta card where you get the points or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what I have. I have an IHG one for Holiday Inn and Holiday Inn. See, I don't want to be IHG. I'm, you know, choice it. privileges, baby. <laughs> that's Comfort Inns. I don't stay. They're too nice. I like the Econo Lodges. Uh-huh. I like the Roadway Inn. Okay. Yeah, I could. Yeah. yeah. You know. But I want to make sure no one else is there because, you know, I'm uppity. Anyway, <laughs> right. so I go into this store in Shreveport. Yeah. And I'm walking around, and there it's a confessional. Wow. It's a confession booth. Uh, it's large, okay? It's, uh, it's eight feet tall. Yeah. Okay? Maybe a little more than that. Okay? This is a high-ceiling booth and one side you know you, it has a little door it's it, it very well made very mm-hmm. ornate beautiful beautiful mm-hmm. right you open the little door and there's a little bench in there and you go in and you sit down and you slide the little thing open and i didn't know that i'm not catholic i don't know this but it you can only see the mouth yeah right i guess that's a normal thing you don't want to look into someone's eyes and lie to them you know? right so that's where you're telling the truth by the way uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> right so I buy it. Oh, you did buy it. What? Of course I bought it. Are you I, kidding? You said frustration, so I thought this was gonna be like a story of regret. Well, like the you didn't story's buy it not done. Uh, Fair enough. The story's I, not over. Okay. Wait. So wait. Could you ask where it came from? No, I don't care. I, mean, I, I, I need to know what kind of Catholic church goes under. Because it's like I don't well, know if you know most this. of them. I don't know if you've been following the news. Well, but, sure, but I don't know. You if know, you, there's a court case. Yeah, but they also, somebody owes some family a lot of money. Sure, but I don't know if you, you know, know this, but the Catholic Church has a fair amount of money. Yeah, but have you noticed the amount of Catholic churches that are going out of? They're closing I, up. I don't really keep track. Are they really closing up? They, yeah, I actually. Well, this is a side story, but I was in a junk shop uh, about three weeks ago. This and there was is a not, priest. I'm you not were in kidding. A junk shop. I was in. Yeah. <laughs> I got lost. Oh, okay. I was, I was, I got lost. There were three priests and a nun in you there. Know? They, they got sold to the junk <laughs> yeah. shop. I was looking for Stone Cold Creamery. And <laughs> three the next priests, thing a nun, and a rabbi walk into a junk shop. <laughs> right. You were the atheist in that joke. <laughs> right. Uh, I was in, I was in some junk shop in, uh, in, uh, which one is in Indiana, Kalamazoo or Kokomo? 
It's Kokomo. I was in Kokomo. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, Kalamazoo yeah. is Michigan. I was in yeah, Kokomo. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. And, not the one. Um, not the one from the. Not the one from the Beach Boys song. No, that's mm-hmm. an island. And okay. I think the Beach Boys were just dreaming of okay. being in Indiana. They're stuck I, I, out there in California. I, I know it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, this is true. I was in a junk shop in in Kokomo, Indiana, yeah. and uh, it must have been owned by a Catholic or something because they they were pumping Catholic radio. You know, as you walked around. That sounds very dry. There is a Vatican radio station, by yeah. the way. I know. Yeah, that's what they were playing. That's yeah. crazy. And they had a fascinating interview. I actually stopped at one point and said, is this what I'm listening to? It, they were debating on Catholic radio uh, <laughs> if if the child molestation oh, and, the, no. and the church is closing. No. Is that hurting the Catholic church, yes or no? <laughs> is, is child molestation hurting the Catholic church? I, well, that's the thing. 11. They weren't discussing that. Just the they, admitted, they admitted that some priests, they kept it, and they yeah. would say it like that, some priests not, but like, but not have, like Charlotte's been, Web. have been in, you know, excuse me, <clears throat> They would say something like, some sad priest have gotten evil in them and have gone down a dark path, and now the Catholic Church has to, uh, you know, is suffering because of Satan has, yeah. you know, has led these priests astray. They were saying things like that, right? right? But they were talking about the number of Catholic churches that have closed in the United States of America, and they've gone bankrupt because of the lawsuits. Wow. And they were talking about, um, is it hurting the Catholic Church as a whole, or is it not? That's what they were focused on. Not the fact that there's, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of kids that are, you know, ruined for life, but, you know, is it hurting their precious little church? So, uh, and one of them was saying, uh, he took the side of, not only is it hurting the church, but it's it's hurting our image, and even, I mean, he was really, I'm not going to say he was, he was like, he wasn't going full bore, but he was not happy with the church and the way they handled it. He talked yeah. about it. And the other guy was saying, well, I think that's uh, that's conjecture. That's just conjecture. You you know, the, you don't have any proof that they've done. And he says, well, when it's printed in every newspaper in the country and, and mm-hmm. investigated journalist or research, I stopped and thought, am I listening to a real debate? That's, cool. that's, yeah. that's kind of cool. Fascinating. You know? I think there's a genuine, I don't, I don't know. But I feel I just I'm saying this just on a couple headlines I've seen in the last few days that there's a genuine split right now between yeah in that church. No, I said that a schism, if you might. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's something you really got to pontificate about. He, yeah, he, I think so too. He's mm-hmm. trying. Uh, you're tricky. He's doing pope jokes, baby. I'm sorry. Easy bake. I'm sorry. Easy bake. I just wanted to indulge a little. I. All right. I love it. I love easy bake melts. <laughs> um. Were you gonna? Were you? Were you? When he said they're ruined for life, were you starting to say not necessarily ruined for life? There's, there is some getting over that. Is that what you were getting ready to say right there? No, or did you have a joke? No, I was. Go- I was just gonna say in terms of um, the saying like it's, it's just some unfortunate ones. I mean, they're doing the same thing with police. Ah, I thought the same thing. Yeah, right. or it's, or it's, or it's, no, it's just some police, some police, not institutional. Right, right, right. Yeah, not inst- right. So anyway, I'm in this junk shop in Shreveport. I see the confession booth, and I ask how much it is. And that's the great thing about this junk shop, okay? Is if you find something in there, then it's going to be like, oh, that's great, you know? 50 bucks. They price it to move. They priced no! it to move, baby. $50? $50 for This is uh, why I'm moving to Nashville, because I can't fit that in an L.A. apartment. Now we're getting get to the that. frustration, Easy Bake. Oh, you have no, no way to get it home. I got a Honda Accord. Exactly. Oh, I got like a green like Jesus. Honda Accord with 415,000 miles on it. 
I strap it to the top. <clears throat> no, you did. Ah, uh, yes, sir. This thing comes off of there. No, uh, you, no, Did you no, ruin your accord? It's worse than it comes off, because if it came off and broke in half, I'd still have half. All right, let's All right. wait. It just yeah. I strap it to the top of the car, okay? You, I run. I buy the thing, okay? Because that when you're a true connoisseur, you don't ask questions like, where am I going to put it in my house? You know, you buy a bigger house. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't You don't ask questions like, how am I going to get it home? Put it That's on the porch. secondary, yeah. right? Uh, how long's the drive from Shreveport to Athens? Good point. Uh, Google it. Okay. Thanks, Seven hours. Up. I think. Seven but hours. I, so, did it have? So you get in there and you you can you have a place to sit and then there's a place. You slide the little door open and then you talk to God and tell him your sin. No, no, so no. You no, talk no, to you, the priest. You talk to the priest. So yours is even better because it eliminates the middleman. Like we don't. Oh no no no! My, this one had two sides. Oh, that's what I mean. Like, there's yeah. actually nobody over Well, he there. would have to hire a priest oh, to come that's, in. I'd yeah. see, I see the, what you're heading to. So, yeah. like, you Mine actually just, don't... Why are you, That's always one of my things. There's actually no one over. If I was... Uh, what Tom is saying is, if I was to get into the confession booth, no yeah. one would be... I'd be confessing to nobody, which is essentially... Uh, it's a little less than 10 hours from Shreveport to Athens. A little less than 10. But okay. even if you believe it, like, like whatever God is for you, right? right, right it'd right. be kind of cool to have a... I don't have know a why. box like, to go like, in and talk to cool yeah. have a little confession booth that I go in there, and then it's like, that's the point. I don't need that guy there. I don't need the middle even man. If, right, even right. if you believe the story and you're in, all in, yeah. I, you, then just go, talk straight to yeah. your dude. Go directly why? to God, yeah. Tom, you're, Tom, you're just you're just creating Protestantism. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it needs to be recreated, <laughs> yeah. because a lot of people miss the point. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? We've just invented Protestantism on the well, podcast. Right. Some people in, the, in this marathon <laughs> called life, there's some people that were lapping. Yeah. You know? Yes. <laughs> Better joke than you guys gave it. <laughs> no, it was great. We're lapping the Catholics. Come on. Yeah. No, you're good. It's just a good place to go read. Uh, we have no more Catholic listeners. They've gone. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't think our debate is as strong as the one that the, they were having on Vatican <laughs> yeah. Radio. Oh, that's true. On yeah. Vatican Radio, they were actually... One guy was, was saying that he he took his kids out of his church. Anyway, uh, I buy the thing. It, it just, I, it, Tom's right. I need to describe it a little better. There are two doors to this thing. So it is wide. Okay, there are two doors, and one of them you walk in. There's a little bench, and you slide it. The other one, you know, identical. You, you know, but yep. it, you know. So, I buy it fifty bucks, greatest price on a Catholic confessional booth. Am I right? Yeah. Um, I strap it to the top of the car. I get a blanket. I have a blanket oh my in my God. car that sometimes I sleep in my car. Okay. Sure. I, you know, back I'm off. I'm not judging. So I put the I put the blanket on the roof, okay? I don't have a luggage rack. I put it on the roof, okay? I put the confessional booth on top of it. I have to get some people to help me, right? Because I can't lift the damn thing up there. I've went and bought rope, okay? Already, I bought, I paid for it. I, How much I got, was the rope? I got, I don't remember that. I got in my car. I drove to wherever. I bought the rope. I came back, put the confessional booth on top of my Honda Accord. Did anybody try to talk you out of this in the process of loading it up on there? No. Also, Nobody was, tried to talk. Nobody was like, this isn't going to work, man. This is Oh, well, yeah. They told me that, but they didn't try to. <laughs> That's what's they didn't talking try to, you out of it. They, they told me I'm an idiot, and they what? kept telling me. The two guys that were nice enough to help me, right, Yeah. Uh, were like, this is not good. It's not going to, man. You're going to. I said, I'm not going that far. It's just, you know, Atlanta. Ten hours. <laughs> just ten hours. And they were like, yeah, man, once you get. It, it, like, I remember one dude, it was great. He goes, man, I got 20 bucks, says you ain't making it out of this parking lot with that damn thing on. Nice. And I'm so glad that I didn't bet him. <laughs> oh, no. No, really? That's yeah. a little foreshadowing. Also, what was your. What was your plan for when you got to your house because you had two guys have to help you get it on how are you going to get it off I, look those type of questions 
Yeah, he doesn't Logic, do that. Logic, common sense, that gets in the way. It just flat out gets in the way All when right. you're knee-deep yeah. in obsessive curiosity. Sure, yeah. I get the thing on there. I tie it to the car tight. I got it going through the windows. I can't close my windows. Oh I can't God. really open my door because now I've tied the door shut. You right. see what I'm saying? Right. And, and I got it running from the front to the back. I got rope everywhere. I'm happy. This is going to work. It's going to be good, you know? Oh, my God. I get in there and say a prayer. No, I didn't. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. You should have. The right, Lord probably. will provide. And uh, I went over. There were speed bumps in the parking lot. And Jeez. the first one I hit, that the whole thing slid to the front, put a kind of a dent in the front of the car. Like, went bam, and <laughs> like you don't. Uh, <laughs> There's two dudes that are doubled over. Oh, they're I doubled over, Tom. They're laughing harder than you would have had at me, and you know me. That's they're right. doubled over, and they're like, oh man, and they're a little, you know, they're like, oh dude, I told you so. Hey, you know. so then I get a stick. No, all right. So the problem no. is. We've got no front leverage. No, you got a stick. Because I got, I got a good, you know, I, I mean, this thing is hanging over. It's this, the length of my hood. You see what I'm saying? I can't really see the sky. I can see the road in front of me, but not the sky. Who, you don't need the sky to drive. So the problem is it's too, you know, uh, heavy. too top heavy on the front. So it just slid right off. So I get a stick and no. uh, put it, brace no. it on the hood and brace the thing up. No. Okay. You follow? I hope I'm describing this for the listener if they're still yes. there. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. you, so where there would be an ornament now, you have like a stick wedged in there and propping the thing up. Yeah. Like a, like a box that you have a carrot inside that you're trying to get. Like a there you go. Out. Yeah. There you go. Right. And um, oh, this sounds horrifying. I'm oh, it was. This is wonderful. Know, it was going to work. Wonderful. It was going to work. Things fifty dollars. You gave those dudes a. Sto they t sometimes still tell this story. <laughs> Isn't so that, that nice? Yes. So that was after you hit the first speed. Bump. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You can't take a left with a stick like that. You know what I mean? I mean, I didn't really have any kind of hole to put the stick in, so it's just kind of balanced. Okay, I figured man. the weight of the confessional booth, right? Which it was heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I figured the weight <laughs> would, would, you know, keep it tight in there. But, you know, once again, Catholic Church lets me down. Oh, I God. take a left. Stick moves a little. whole thing cracks, you know, falls down again. Now I'm in the street with a confessional booth, you know. This is great. The guy, can you still see the guys laughing? Have you got far oh, enough yeah, away? Oh, yeah, they're still standing there. They're laughing at me. They're, uh, <laughs> I, ha, ha, ha. And I love that your plan is that you're still going to get on a highway and go 70 miles an hour right. with this situation. Yeah. So now do you rig something else up once you make the turn? Uh, that was it. That's all I could do. I'm uh, All my credit cards are maxed out. I got no money. I can't rent a U-Haul. When was this? I don't remember. Uh, when was that club open? Wow, you're right. Yeah, I've spent five Thanksgivings working in a row. Like, I, I worked at that row every uh, that club every Thanksgiving. Can you give like an estimate of like how long? Early two thousand. Early two thousands. Early two thousands. Okay. Yeah, that's very. Yeah, you're right. So you know, I just had to. Yeah, I was living in my motorhome at one point during yeah. there. So yes. So, th so this right. is early two thousands. This yeah. is post nine eleven. Right. Wow, dark yeah. time. So I, it wasn't broken. I mean, the confessional booth wasn't broken. The, you know, my hood was very dented up, but it wasn't broken. But I, I got the guys to help me, and we hauled it back into the store. And you she know. gave you ten bucks for it. Well, I was, <laughs> I was actually thinking, it's you got know, car paint on it now. I'm gonna, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back into the store, and she's gonna go look twenty bucks. That's, but yeah. she actually gave me my money back. But I will be honest, she was giggling. Yes, she saw me do it. She was standing by the window. Hilarious. I, did she buy the rope from you? No, I was out the rope. Oh man! Well, at least you got nice rope. Yeah, yeah you know, you never know when it's gonna come in handy. I mean, it was. And then the next time I went back, right? The next 
time I was going through, I was working in Texas or something. Yeah. And I go back. To, it's gone. Yeah. Of course. Somebody it's with a truck. Her. Yeah. You know? You should have got it. You should just get a truck. I should just get a truck. Or you know? just but I drive. That's the reason I bought a, a CRV. I have room now for my junk, you know? Yeah. Right. I buy a bigger vehicle. I got room for my junk. You if know? you get a truck, you get a whole bed. I know. Then, yeah. you, then you could have you really hauled that thing. Um, that's the problem with the what what's really holding me back, yeah. you know, from being like an A. Yeah, why you can't know? you ship it home? Like why couldn't you right. ship that home? Like I met oh, one of the worst gigs I've done in a long time. I they might be listening. I don't want to offend them. I met uh a friend of mine's parents are wonderful people, right? And and they live in uh, uh you know, California, right? In the big to do what's the LA? No, 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 Beverly no. Hills. Beverly Hills. Oh, right. My they, next guest was Palm Springs. Beverly, Beverly Hills. Anaheim. They live. Oh my gosh! I walked in their house. It's gorgeous. It wow. was. It's on. Uh, their home has a Wikipedia page. It's because of who built it. <laughs> right. oh, okay. Because <laughs> our home is more successful than seven <laughs> generations of your family. <laughs> right. Uh, that's absolutely true. Yeah. That's also uh, my Stuart Huff impression. That was great. Notice? Yeah. It sounded, yeah. It sounded, it sounded Scottish. I hope, it, I, hope, I hope that impression is bad. <laughs> I hope it's bad. <laughs> no, their home was so gorgeous and they were such nice people. Yeah. And, you know, he was, he, you know, he, he's got some Emmys, you know, on the mantle there. And then you turn into another room and there's an Emmy and it's like, you know, it's one of those Beverly Hills places, right? That's just Full like, of Emmys. whoa, you know? Yeah. They collect clocks, right? Grandfather clocks. Yeah. And they had one that she was showing me was gorgeous. I mean, it was. I'm not into grandfather clocks, but if I saw that one and mm-hmm. could afford it, yes, I'm. You know, it, was, it had the phases of the moon and it was antique yeah. and gorgeous. They find they found it in London. Okay, that she's telling me, and I said, "How'd you get it back from London?" And she goes, "Well, you ship it." Strapped at the top of the plane. <laughs> and I, it had never occurred to me that you would ship, you would ship something like. It, I don't know why I'm not that level. <laughs> I mean, I know when you were tying it to your truck, you didn't think, man, they should, somebody should have a service where they <laughs> do this and bring it to my truck. house. Yes. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't occur to me. No, that does not occur to me to ship a confessional booth. I got a, I got a, I got a car. If only I could hire some Amish fellas to come take a wagon and bring this to my house. Yes. God, I would love that. You could probably go online somewhere, find a confessional booth and get it shipped to your house for Seventy-five dollars. No way. You know what? Let me Not look. gonna happen. I'm gonna look. The booth yeah. itself. Buy the booth and have it shipped for seventy-five dollars. You bought it for fifty. No way. What you said? You bought one for fifty. Yeah, fifty bucks. I mean, somebody has one for ten. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. If you go outside of the Shreveport look, area, I've seen two confessional booths. Well, okay. In Twenty-five years of hunting junk. So I just found a French, uh, an eighteenth-century French one for four thousand nine hundred fifty dollars. See, so fifty bucks is a very reasonable <laughs> price. You're right. So you should have taken the money you saved on the thing and put it into shipping. <laughs> Spent a hundred well, bucks on that's shipping. Four thousand dollars on shipping. That's kind of what we're getting at here. Is if I had money, yes. I could really go pro on this. Would that? that so would that? That's a good question. Would it change your? If you had money, if you came across some, you got that confessional booth home, yeah, and there was it had been in, like in the, in a, a Jersey Catholic church where they you know yeah, the mob in, had been sort of Jersey. Yeah, hiding money, money under the, and you fa- like whatever it was worth a million dollars. It was the it was the confessional booth where Elliot Ness he was shot. I'm making up <laughs> whatever 
you know. <laughs> nice, I love it. Whatever it is, and then that thing is worth a million dollars now, and she sold it to you for fifty, yeah. and now oh, you yeah. have a million bucks. Do you sell it for the million, or do you keep it? If now, right now, with my finances, yes, yeah, it's gone. Million bucks. If and I bought, if I bought that confession, let me. Okay, I buy that confessional booth, right? That confession booth. I buy it for fifty bucks, and then someone comes along and goes, "You know what? Ben Franklin set his butt right in this chair. It's worth a million dollars." Yeah, absolutely. It's gone. I just found a collapsible confessional that's three hundred dollars for yeah, local pickup. You know, that, I don't trust collapsible confessional booths. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. That means you're setting them up, you're getting a quick buck, and then you're moving on. Right. I don't just like a, that. Just a stiff breeze. I don't like it. If you're going to steal my money, I want you to have to earn it. <laughs> earn it. Earn it. No. So, yeah, yeah. So I mean, now you have a million dollars. Does that? Do you still go into junk shops, or do you go into, like, right here in town in Franklin, we got that cool bookstore, and then next to it is that neat little modern-day junk shop, what I would say. Right, right, Would you right, up right. your game and just go in there and buy the wired dog that costs... $150 as opposed to the one you hunt down for 30 If I, yeah, if I, yes, easy bake. I just found a free one in Atlanta. Free? Free? Yeah. Is it collapsible? No, it's a Good. full, it's a full one. What is it on? Uh, Craigslist. Tinder? No, yeah, yeah, Tinder. Is it on Tinder? <laughs> it's yes. on Tinder. Is that someone's uh, nickname? Yeah. <laughs> so you could, uh, so technically you could probably just pay shipping and get that sent to your house. The guy just wants hey, to get rid uh, of it. Send me that link, easy bake. All right. Uh, um, he's loving the nickname. It's childlike. How he, he he's not complaining anymore. No, I can tell you that. So it's growing on him. You know what it is? It's baking on him. Yes, yeah, you know. Baking it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was talking about hey, you, by the way. Enjoy it's rising it. on him. Okay. It's yeah. Okay, yeah. we added that joke out. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> There's the laugh I like. Um, money would change. I could go. Pro, I could go pro. What does I mean, going pro mean? Well, it means I could. I, I would not. <laughs> I mean, I would like, I could really, if I had like, a, if I had a million dollars, like if I was a millionaire, okay, or if money was no object, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 there's not, I wouldn't go crazy. I wouldn't buy a Lamborghini. I wouldn't, I'm just not that kind of guy. You know, I wouldn't buy like a mansion with a heated Olympic sized swimming pool. I, but I, yeah. You'd it, buy Thomas Jefferson's desk. Uh, without, in a heartbeat. I'd go in. And, it, you know, it's how much is that Thomas Jefferson's desk? Prove to me it's Thomas Jefferson's desk. Prove me. Okay. And then once they prove it to me and, and they say, we want 80000 for it, right? And I'd be like, I got 65 cash. And right. I would just do that just to kind of, because, you know, you I like can. the deal. You like right. the haggle. I like, I like the deal. And they'd be like, they'd be like, 65, that's an insult. I'd be like, you don't even know who he is. I mean, come <laughs> on. You, you got a Confederate flag shirt on. What the hell? <laughs> you don't even know this man. You don't know anything about Thomas Jefferson. Who? Why do you care? You're just trying to get the money. And they're like, you don't like the Confederacy? Yeah, yeah you know what? And back get and out forth. of my shop. Right? Get out of your <laughs> shop. Get out of my shop. I just bought the thing, okay? Oh, okay. I just bought the whole shop. So now that's get it. Out. That's Then you just disproved your own thing. You wouldn't go crazy with your money. You're just, oh, well, I would, you're just to, foolishly. To piss off the Confederacy? I'd buy a <laughs> shop. If I had money, I, I see things on a weekly basis, probably. A yeah. bi-weekly minimum, mm -hmm. okay? That I go, oh, God, that's beautiful. Yeah, shit. Can't afford it. Yeah. All that stuff. I know would that be, feeling. That's all, my life. Yeah. Yeah. All of it would be coming home with me. Really? I, yeah. If I you was. You still, like, there, you, you'd physically change how much value you see the thing has. Like, you'd be like, all right, I, I, that's not worth, that's not worth $85. I'll, I want, I'd give you 10 And then now you have money. You're like, all right, whatever. Go ahead and rip me off. 
the value <laughs> the value in an item is how much I like it. Right. That's how much it's worth. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So the con- the con- Catholic confessional booth, you know, what is it worth to me? A couple grand. That's what it's worth. Couple grand. I don't have a couple of grand. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So I can't I can't afford a couple of grand. Now, if I had a million dollars and I walked in and saw a Catholic confessional booth and it was fifteen thousand dollars, it's not worth it. I don't love it fifteen thousand dollars. You know right. what I mean? Right. But if I walked in there and saw like like Cody found one for four grand. Yeah, and I had a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd buy that for four grand if it yeah. was beautiful and had you know I really liked it. I felt comfortable in there. I could take a nap in there and stuff. You know, read a book. I'd, yeah, I'd if I had money. I, I, I wonder the, if you could turn it into some little cool like reading area. Like you put a light in I bet there. You could. Yeah, you could. Yeah, it's all, it's it's really enclosed. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the problem that you had run into though is that it also like would slightly devalue the worth of the product of, of the item when you get it because you you'd be able to just buy so many more things. So you would just have, you you'd, you'd cycle through it faster. I feel like because that's the problem that I have is like after college, I you know uh, because of some business stuff I did when I was younger. Right. I have like a, you know I have some money, and so the problem is like I'll find something that I get really excited about, mm-hmm. and 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 because I can buy it, then I have it, and then I'm like all right, and I enjoy it for a while, but then I move on. And right, right, because yeah. you have some some level of disposable income, and yes, you, so you're you're right. Let me ask you a question, a little off topic sure did you buy don rickles golf set no i do i do have um dom deloise's file cabinet though did that pique your interest at all did there? he leave any jokes in it no there was there was <laughs> he a, had he didn't have any jokes there was a <laughs> there was a script, Boom. script cover <laughs> uh some paper clips and like an ad for a like a an, a, a musical writing workshop that i think he wanted to try hmm. and that was it it's huge it's like six, four foot by five foot all solid wood Nice, massive. You would love it. I love file cabinets. Yeah, I have it's a couple. Huge, huge. Like four. Uh, yeah. Like five drawers by four drawers, all wood. It takes up like a whole wall. You know what I saw? Hmm. A whole wall. Really? That's Pretty nice. Much, yeah. I mean, like it takes up the half. Half. Here's an example. Half. What of, made you want to get just because you wanted something of Dom Deluise's, or you just really like that file? Cabinet? I was actually looking for a decent, like a nice file cabinet because because uh, I transitioned out of stand up into writing. So I was like, okay, well, I need to get better organized about like my projects and stuff like that, and I wanted some more storage in my office. And uh, and I just uh, so I had also bought Truman Capote's cufflinks a while back. Okay. So the auction house you just said okay to that. I mean, is that like <laughs> yeah. whatever? The are you kind of weirded out by that, or you think that's strange? What Tom? What uh, do you feel? How do you feel? Cody yeah. entered into a bidding auction to buy Truman Capote's cufflinks and yeah. won Truman well, I was, Capote's cufflinks. I was How the does high that bidder. Make Tom Simmons feel? I was the high bidder for Truman Capote's ashes for a while, but he, then I got outbid. Yeah, he got and outbid so I on settled the on the cufflinks. Right. And so if you want to see his ashes, I'll show them to you. Oh, my God. If you, you have I'm them. kidding. I'm kidding. That would be great. I Wouldn't would that be wish. great if I outbid Easy Like bag? that was the thing you pulled out to talk about? Like, I would, like, so here I we would have today. table. Right. He'd be furious. But no, his ashes went for like 30 grand or more. Something like yeah, his ashes went for a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. how much did the cufflinks go for? Uh, a couple gram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now do you like use six. them or do you just have them in a thing? I use one pair in heavy rotation that I really really like, and then the other ones I just I kind of have them in my cufflink box. Oh, there's a, there's a group of them. It just wasn't it's, it's one. several pairs, and then one that's missing a pair, and then I also got a, his a used handkerchief that I just kind of like leave in the box that it Are came in. Are you kidding? In. Did you wash it? No, why would I wash it? Oh, I so you're one of those. I so want to clone him. Wash the snot off. Well, I'm not going to use it, so I don't need to wash it, and I and I might be able to sell that later or something because I, I, I'm not I'm not going to sell the cufflinks, but I might sell the you handkerchief sell to the somebody handkerchief. who would. 
Okay, let me ask you a question. You ready for weirdness? I'm always ready for weirdness. I just told you I bid on Truman Capote's body. I'm interested in that. Yeah. It's fascinating, is it not? Yeah. All right, 30 years from now, right? You're still a good-looking young man, okay? (laughs) When did I become one? Okay, so they come to you. (laughs) About five years uh, from now. Okay, so (laughs) about five years from now. It's going to be an amazing day. (laughs) It's going to be an incredible day. (laughs) I'm going to feel like a Disney princess. (laughs) Right, April 8th. Buckle up, buddy. Oh, wow. April 8th. April 8th. Ooh, it's going to be 2023. Dewey. It's going to be very dewy. I tell you. Mm. You know, just stand in front of the mirror and wait. <laughs> oh, um, yes. 30 years from now, yes. they come to you yes. and they say, uh, we can take that handkerchief and get the DNA off there and, you know, where should I go from here? Scientific man? They can, Like he just said, they could clone. Clone. Truman They're going to clone Truman Capote. Mm-hmm. Are you up for that? What, do you, do I mean, you, if they really want to, I'll sell it to them. But I, I don't think if you clone Truman Capote, you're going to get Truman Capote again. I think you're just going to get some weird kid from Texas. Wouldn't that be sad? Yeah. You, you start talking to him, realize he's just boring. Yeah. I think it's life's experiences that made him Truman Capote. Should we dive into this episode, or should we just? Well, keep I, I, about I, I'm kind of enjoying this. I think I'm missing something. Like that. What was the thing that bef- before that got us to Truman Capote? There was some. Uh, the cufflinks. Then the cufflinks were Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise's file cabinet. File cabinet. Boom. So yeah. So the, the auction house I bought the cufflinks from emailed me to let me know that they were having a new auction. They do one, you know, regularly. And this one had Dom DeLuise's stuff in it. And I was like, eh, sure, I'll look around. And so I was clicking through, and I found, and I saw the file cabinet. And I was like, I've been looking for a file cabinet and having a large wooden one. So it was, this is a really cool file cabinet. And also, on top of that, it used to be Dom DeLuise, which is just an interesting cocktail story. Right, except that interesting cocktail story cost you make like ads. That only cost per, a couple hundred. So it, it didn't add a big percent. Oh, okay, so it didn't add a big yeah. percent. You still got a deal on a pretty good file cabinet. It cost it cost less than what I would expect a large wooden file cabinet to cost. The the Dom DeLuise aspect did not add anything to the cost. Still, that's cool. Yeah, that's it was, cool. yeah, yeah, I love it. I think it. it's really. Cool I got to get too. it cleaned up a little bit. It's super heavy. You had to take the drawers out just to. So move was it. he. So you're on their <laughs> yeah. so you're on their sucker list, and so they call you every pretty day. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. but I you know, but I got free champagne out of him once because I went to a party, so that was fun. Oh, yeah. that's I got to sad. see a Judy Garland impersonator. That um, is, I guess you know what I mean. I what you just said is exactly what I'm assuming some listeners think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so you're on their sucker list. Oh right. man, could you imagine if there's a junk shot? Well, I don't know why. I'm j- it's like it's like no, I have I, to, I have to shit, I have to easy, shit on other people's little things they love because I don't but have a you, hobby. Could you, you imagine know? if there's a junk list mail a junk shop mailing list though that Stuart Huff was on? Oh, that would geez. ruin your life. Oh, jeez. Con- constant updates about new stuff at junk shops yeah. that get emailed to you. That, s- that happens to me. There's a there's a, a uh, an antique bookstore that emails me to let me know about books that they're getting in because I've bought so many books from uh, them. I can't. Because I, can't, yeah. I, collect, I collect like first editions and sign. Uh, I can't handle that stuff. stuff. If they were sending me updates and emails. Yeah, it's bad. You know? I've spent so much money just because it's like, the, because if I, cause I would not have known about it otherwise, but they email me letting me know that they've got something in that I, that's within my purview of my collection. I go, well, damn it, I can't not get that now. Right. So hey. Mm-hmm. So then. So on that kind of thing. Do you right. when you go into a plate? Do they ever? Does uh you know? Does three thumbs ever be like ah Stuart? <laughs> I got some new pictures of uh, kids crying on Santa's lap that you might like. You know what I mean? Do you have yeah. any of that coming going yeah, on? Yeah. There's a couple of places that I walk in and they go, hey, weren't you the guy that bought that canoe? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> No, you know? the other guy. They were like, yeah, we laughed how that fell off your roof. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. you, you've tried that with 10 different things the exact same time. Oh, if you want to know man. the truth, I've, I've managed to, uh, to carry some pretty heavy, uh, huge items on the top of that accord. And I got it home. Is the, you got it home of your own accord. Yes. 
I like that one. Wait, pause. And then people are done laughing. Go ahead. Oh, my. that was a two second punch. There are people doubled over right now. Yes. And there's a lot of people going, what? Matt, insert the, a car horn sound like a honk. <laughs> right. To that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there are some places I've, you know, some places just like hotels. I don't yeah. know if you guys are like that, but I stay at. So there's some hotels, you know, uh, Peru, Illinois. Great hotel there. Peru, <laughs> Illinois. It's a quality inn, which is a little pricey. It's not know. a Peruvian? It's. They're done. And. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. Was it not? <laughs> that, that was good. good. Thanks. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a junk shop in Peru that knows me when I walk in and she'll be like, you're the Georgia. You're Georgia, right? Yes. Yes. How, have you, how are you? You know, how's business? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And then she'll be like, oh. Come here, I gotta show you something. Like they know what you like, or they're just yeah, yeah. They they kind of you yes. know a little bit in the range in the area, you know. And a lot of times you're, you're living my dream life. I doubt it, Cody. <laughs> I really <laughs> doubt. This it. is exactly what I want in my life. Is where I walk into like an antique or junk shop, and they're like, "Oh, it's you, traveler." Right. <laughs> but you traveler. do. That's what. But we got there Lonesome because you traveler. do have that. The auction house calls you. The you're like, yeah, they this love is you. a bougie LA Dom DeLuise's cousin. I'm on the bottom row of their interest. Yeah. I can't afford the big stuff. People are over there buying Marilyn Monroe's. They're not going to let Stuart napkin. park the cars. Uh, that's, that's right. <laughs> they don't even send me their newsletter. <laughs> I'm not even newsletter worthy. <laughs> Right? I bid $7 on Burt Reynolds Camaro, and they, they rejected <laughs> Oh, man. They deleted my password. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to go more than that. That's what the thing's worth. Yeah, no. It's got mustache hair all over the... I would totally bid on that bear rug, though. That bear, I sold a bear rug to a, a guy. When my son was born, I had to part yeah. with a couple of items. Was it the one that Burt Reynolds did the nude photo shoot on? Because that's the I bear rug I doubt it, because it smelled okay. He, how much did you get for the bear rug? I have a buddy uh, <laughs> that I had a buddy that had the cool little shop. He's a, I really like him. You know, he's a he's a good guy and a, a just really interesting, fun mm-hmm. kind of talking. You know, and one of those kind of guys that is like you you walk in, and he's like, "Hi, Stuart, how are the shows doing? Mm-hmm. What are you working on? What kind of ideas are you? You know, just that kind of." I don't know. I just really like this guy. So my wife and I, we don't live, you know, it's a small house that we're in, right? So and my son, my wife is pregnant. My son's coming and we're getting the baby's room together, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I had, you know, there's, we're like, well, there's, we just flat out got too many couches, you know, all of them are beautiful, but we're going to have to get rid of a couch and some other things, you know? So I thought of my buddy because I, I do not sell junk. I don't, I don't sell my junk. I give it away to people. Right. You know, I'll give it if there's an item that fits them mm-hmm. that I've given Cody some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, if there's an item, then I'll give it away, but I'm not going to sell it. You know, unless it's a million dollars, then it's gone. Right. You know what I mean? But my buddy, he's got a little bitty eccentric kind of crazy junk shop. And he mo- he was moving. He met a guy in Minnesota. Right. Fell in love. Perfect man. This is the guy for me kind mm-hmm. of thing over the rainbow excited about this relationship you know what i'm saying <laughs> just and I, it was so nice to be around that that i'm getting off track just I really yeah. so i thought you know what he's moving to to minnesota start this new relationship right i'm gonna bring some stuff to his shop and give him a really good deal on this crap <laughs> and maybe he can make a little bit of money get some moving money you know yeah so i brought him a couch and a bear rug and you know, I think there was a goat's head in there, and you know, there's some quality. 
quality <laughs> items. Yeah, you know, the, that's a trifecta right you know there. What yeah. I mean? yeah, I mean, there, there that's was a hat trick. I can't remember. I think there was a tuba. I think there sure. was a tuba. Are you sure it wasn't a sousaphone? It, no, it was a tuba. Cause okay. of, yeah, I think, um, what else did I sell him? I don't know, some, you know, a box of, of this thing. Why did you buy the tuba? Uh, because it's $20, my friend. All right, fair enough. Good point. Continue. Um, and uh, so, you know, I, I, and I brought him a couch, right? And I got a decent, you know, amount of money for the couch. Like, I wanted the couch. I knew what I paid for the couch. I wanted my money back for the couch. Right. And and then the rest I kind of threw in, you know. And I had a bear's rug, bear's head, yeah. you know. And he moved it. It was great. I mean, he lit, moved it as in sold it. Right. And he, you know, and he would text me and go, uh, well, the bear's no longer here, my friend, you know, or whatever. And I felt good because he, it's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, you know, he yeah. just made another hundred fifty bucks for his move to Minnesota. You're you know? a small part of his future. Well, I mean, I needed to clear out stuff for my son to come. Sure, but also know? that's a nice, that's a nice gesture. So that's a, that's yeah. on your part to get rid of it for your son. Does it feel worth it now? Like when you look at your son, and you're like, ah, he was worth that trade. Was he worth a bear? Yeah, ro- yeah, yeah it was ahead. worth it. I shouldn't have let go of that bear's rug. Right, you're never like, dude, you're. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta be better. <laughs> You're not a bear rug. You gotta, well, son, you don't realize what I gave up. There was a tuba. There was a whole thing. Yeah, and, you know, he would have loved I mean? the tuba, was, by ooh. the way. Oh yeah, you could have put him in the yeah. tuba. Put him in the tuba. Blow on it. Shoots out. Ah, nice. So yeah. did he get to Minnesota? Yeah, he did, and he opened up a shop there. He's in northern Minnesota too, up ooh. there in the cold, cold, cold. You know. Oh, God, so he's just sold off everything, moved nah. there, and started over. I don't know he... if he sold off everything, but he sold. You know, he had like Enough. a. In front of his shop, he would put a couch and end table and stuff and have a sale. And, you know, and he, he got money and moved, you know what I mean? And, and you know. He had to attach the tube at the top of the car. Right. Yes. Yeah. With a stick. Now, have you, in that time of when you worked in Minnesota, have you been able to stop into his new shop? And I have t- not because I work St. Paul, but it's still another five hours or what it is. up. I mean, he's up there, you right. know, in a, this beautiful park thing. It's some, you know, those Minnesota towns that are like, you know, Vikings, Vikings running around everywhere, and wolves and dire wolves, and you know there's moose and moosen and. Yes. Well, are, do, are we going to talk about this item? We're fifty Probably. minutes in. Probably. Should we restart? Should we? No, should, let's let's talk about it now. What do you think? I think it's I, well. If we can if we can squeeze in ten more minutes about you know something else that's sort of related to this, then you know I do have one more question about shops for you though. Please. Yeah. Like we were talking about you you the shop next door to the bookstore whatever where right. it's like it's like a describe modern it. day it's like a it's more like a modern day. how would you describe that like it's more like a you were in there and like you you bought it's some interesting stuff in that shop yeah it's a well no it's a, it's a made in kentucky store so it's just stuff that's been handmade in kentucky like by kentucky artisans but it's not junk it's like it, no. you know there's display nicely displayed yeah, plates it's, it's, and cups it's handmade and gla- handmade so, things. so there's like yeah so there's like clay mugs i bought two clay mugs one right. for me one for my boyfriend mm-hmm. that say uh uh this might ha- this might be bourbon Right, right, and right. then uh, yeah, they've got like plates and stuff in there. They've got you know like whittled things. I bought a knife that was made out of a railroad spike. Right, like yeah. those kind of things. Like like they're they're interesting, but they're new. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a there's a metal handmade wiry thing that's shaped. It's like a doll. It's like it's right. like if I was making balloon animals, but I did it with wires. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I right, sold right. it for seventy dollars. Like right. the, those kind of is what your art is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. It's artists are making these things. Right. So like you're walking around like they like places that have basically taken what you love, which is weird junk, and turned it into 
whatever, like Pier One. I don't know. Pier One's even a good example. But mm, places, yeah, I think Pier One's different than that. But but like a I modern day saying. sort of modernized like junk shot. Like, do you look at that stuff? And I don't still like have it. the same fascination. Like, that, oh, it's cool. That place. The, down there, we're in Frankfort, Kentucky right now recording this, and here's what we do. We record an episode, we take a break, we walk to the coffee shop, right? The coffee shop here is great. Uh, do you like the coffee there? It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's good. Coffee. Yeah, it's good. You walk into the coffee shop, right? And if you go to the left, they have a used bookstore, which is a pretty decent bookstore. Yeah, it's They've cool. some good selections in there. It smells all wood, like wood and like yeah. a bookstore. It's yeah. nice, yeah. <laughs> And you go to the right, and right. it's a handmade. <laughs> I love that bookstore. It smells like a bookstore. It smells like, just a funny sentence. Yeah, but not like it doesn't smell like a like a no, like Borders it. or yeah, not like a Barnes and Noble does not smell like a bookstore. You know, sure. it's just you know, it smells like packing tape. Like there's cre- creek on some of the yeah yeah. Walk. It's mm. it's, but yeah, it smells like there's stocks going up. I um, <laughs> you turn you, if you're in the coffee shop and you turn left, there's the bookstore. You turn right, and there's handmade Kentucky yeah. artisan items. But it is nice in there. Like they have a pedestal with a vase uh, displayed there. That's what Tom's talking about. They're like rocking chairs and things as well. Right. Yeah. I don't mind that. I mean, local artists are making things and selling them in that store. I, that's fine with me. It's not what I hunt out. He likes history. Right. I like, like history. He likes a story like or a history attached to it, which is why I was confused as why you didn't ask where the confessional came from. Yeah, same I think, here. Well, for, yeah. well, typically, especially like that, something like that, I mean, $50. I wanted to buy it and get it out of there before she realized that she that you that's ridiculous. Fifty dollars, I would have given her ten to sit in it. You know what I mean? Fifty right. is ridiculous. <laughs> you know, I've got, I like the idea of I don't know why, but I like the idea of having a confessional. And I, since I just invented Protestantism, <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right, 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 right. Like, it's not like you just got like a lot of weird religious guilt that is in the back of your brain you didn't know about. <laughs> no, but like a like a like almost like a like a. Like a, a place medita- of silence. Yeah, it's like a meditative room. Yeah, like Very where you just much go so. in there and yeah. you can, and it's like a place I, where you can, whatever your spiritual thing is, or even yeah. if you don't believe in spirituality, like you're where you get centered and there's some, the science behind how it, how you, how meditation works and blah, blah, yeah. every, yeah. almost every great spiritual, great or philosopher, not every philosopher, but they all yeah. rave about sort of meditation or prayer, whatever, however right. you phrase that. It's because, <laughs> when you I, have that as your own little room in your house, it's like yeah. right there. Like that's oh, kind of yeah. cool. When I was in Chicago, I when I was in Chicago, I used to go to the Cards Against Humanity offices, the, uh, the card game, the party card game. Okay. And uh, they have a train car in the middle of the offices, like a, just like uh, right. shipping that's, container. That's, that's cool. Cool. Um, and they have it's and when you open up the, the door to it, it's got pillows and stuff all in it. You basically just go in and close the door, and it's a meditation room. I would yeah. buy a train car. Yeah, if I had money, like we were talking about earlier, you know, if I was doing fine, I would buy a. Well, I'll go this far, Tom, and you. That'd be you, cool to have a train car like on oh. your property. Almost yeah, like, like in the a, backyard, you can make it like an office or something, or just like a meditation room. Yeah, yeah. or like a right. Winnebago. Like it's almost like a Winnebago, <laughs> but it's in your back. Like you know, somehow people sometimes people park their RVs or yeah. their mm-hmm. or their campers and stuff mm-hmm. in their yard and use them as that. That'd be yeah, kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, I would buy a train car in a heartbeat. Absolutely. I'd buy a castle with a moat on it and go out into the turret and yell at everybody to get the hell off my yard. I had a castle you growing know? up. What? We, had, I, we can't go down to your childhood because we, we don't have p- enough time. We built a it's, play castle you know, in the backyard. It had a little September. turret and everything. And uh, the, I, would play, I would play in it. And yeah, and I also did archery at the time, so I would like they, to shoot arrows. Cody, the Easy Bake, he he grew up in Texas with yeah. in a wealthy family. They are connected, yeah. uh, you know. It, this is a wealthy family he grew up in. Oil? Um, well, and historically, my grandfather uh, like is one of the pioneers of the convenience store. Pioneers really? of the convenience store. His grandfather's name was Seven. 
<laughs> and he was married to. Uh, <laughs> uh, come on. No. Huh? Uh, he did. I can't pull the trigger uh, on always that open. Joke. Come always on. open. He did originally. He did originally sell his first convenience store chain to Seven Eleven, and then create a new convenience store chain to put those the ones that he sold to Seven Eleven out of business, and then Jesus. sold those to Seven Eleven. I would have hated your grandfather. Yeah. I love that idea of like building a business, and then somebody comes along and oh, we love your business, we want to buy it, and you're like, okay, here you go. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. I'm the business, and then you start it again. Yep. You kick their ass, and yep. now you've done it twice, and now somebody else buys you again. And you're like, okay. Oh, he good sold luck. that one to Seven Eleven again, and then they gave him they gave him more money. Seven Eleven did it again. They bought it from again, but they made him sign a contract that he'd stay out of the convenience store business. And did he? Yeah, he had other things going on. So he had other he, he had other people to screw. He did he? <laughs> this is interesting. Was he? Did he? Was he traveling around the country and he saw a convenience store and he's like, this is a great idea. I'm open one of these. Or did he, he come up a, with the, the idea? Sto- so the story I don't like. I get this from my family. So um, the story that I have from my family is that he worked in an ice house. Um, and the, the an ice house. Yeah, I did too. Oh, crazy for one summer. Yeah. So the, uh, so the men had to go <laughs> home early. Uh, this is back before like convenience stores were attached to gas stations, like as a, as a concept. Um, so they were just con- stores of convenience as a concept and they were still very new if not, didn't really exist. And he, um, the guys had to go home early because they had to go stop off at a store and get stuff for their wives on the way back home. So they would have to finish drinking and he realized, well, I've already got refrigeration. What if I if I just sell them milk, egg, and eggs and bread, then they'll stick around for another drink and buy their stuff from me. Right. And so he just started slowly building it from there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Huh. So it's I like know his family is. He went. Like I'll just do the best, the, the a smaller thing of a general store, and they just stay here and buy the the basics, overpriced. Yeah. And then well, and then his um uh his like right hand dude. Uh, started uh, uh, left the company because he, uh, he made my uncle president because he wanted to keep it a family business, and this dude thought he was going to be president, so he left the company and started stop and go, and he put all the stop and goes across the street from my grandfather's. Uh, so my grandfather had Utotem, which right. was a convenience store and later earlier. It's funny day. that I know stop and go, but I don't know Utotem. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Utotem well, either. Utotem, I never heard he of also it. owned Sunny's, I don't, uh, which is mm. still kind of around is that a, a little Texas bit. Chain? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, Utotem was mostly Southwest, I believe. There were a couple of other places. There's like a Utotem in a movie or something. Anyway, um, he uh, so stop. He put he put stop and goes across the street from all of the Utotems, and then um, all the stop and goes went out of business because my grandfather had done the research on where traffic was going. Because at that time, you didn't stop at a convenience store on the way to work; you stopped on the way back from work. Okay. So all the stop and goes were on the wrong side of the street, so they all went out of business in the beginning, and then they had to rebuild. That's great. Yeah, because he t- tried to do it out of spite and didn't work out. Right. You know, I bet uh, I bet homeless people sort of figure that out over time too. Like what side of the street? Yeah. Oh sure. Well, yeah. On. There's more traffic. You, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty easy to notice. You just got to figure out but the stu- wh- when they're for- buying. You know. But yeah. So like yeah, if you're if you so like yeah, if you were if you were you know begging for money, you'd probably want to get people on the way home because if they're on the way to work, then they're too focused on running late for work. They're also mad. Yeah, they're tired. Yeah. You know. But you, yeah, you might be able to get them on the way home better because mm-hmm. they're because they're tired, but in a better way. Speaking of that, like to take a left. You know what's interesting? <laughs> I know a guy who has a junk shop. Like I live in Athens, Georgia, right? Yeah. Which is. The Bulldogs, Georgia Bulldogs, uh-huh. big university, big football town, yeah. you know, uh, and he owns a junk shop on the main highway uh, that runs in and out of town. The junkyard dog shop? No. <laughs> how does he not, how does he not uh, do that? You got to ask him. Yeah, he should. He definitely should. The junk, it might be taken, but he definitely should be doing that. And he told me that 
his sales are drastically different whether they win or lose. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, if the Bulldogs lose the heat, nobody stops. Everybody's mad. Yeah. You know, he doesn't, he has hardly any customers. I mean, we're talking about a highway that is choked full of traffic. People are irritated bumper to bumper. They see a junk shop and they go, ah, you know, stupid team couldn't drive the ball over the goal, you know, but if they're in a good mood, they pull over and he has a great day. Right. So he's got to be quicker about being able to switch out sort of the stuff out of the curb appeal for, let's say, the <laughs> Auburn Tigers come in and take the dogs down uh, right, on right. the way out of town. Boom, put related. the Tiger stuff tiger out there. Stuff. Right. Now right. people come Who's in and up? junk. Who's yeah. up? Yeah. I, I, Get his runner to change the words. <laughs> <laughs> I once did a show. Bulldogs suck. Tigers suck. Jeez, they're tied. Take the sign down. <laughs> <laughs> I once did a show in Chicago where the start time, it was when the Blackhawks were in the playoffs. It was at a sports bar, and the start time for the show was at the end of the Blackhawks game. Oh, that's awesome. And hey, I'll tell you a good one. Oh, go bad. ahead. Well, because the problem was is if the Blackhawks won, then they'd be celebrating, and nobody wants to listen to a comedy show. And sure. if the Blackhawks lost, they'd all be pissed off, and nobody wants to listen to a comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> so, the world right. is sitting around like, all right, right. well, this isn't going to go well either sure. way. <laughs> I was on us. stage one time in uh, at Crackers in Indianapolis, okay? The Pacers were – it was one of those games, like, if the Pacers win, the basketball team, the Pacers, if they win, they go to the playoffs. If they don't, they go. They don't go to the playoffs. Something like that. I'm not a basketball guy, but it was a very important right. game, right? Right, right, right. Uh, so the MC and the feature are both – they can't get the crowd to pay attention. There's Everybody's on their phones, you know, and, and any, you'd hear the whole crowd, like, uh, two-thirds of the crowd at the same time would be like, damn, come on. Oh. You know, like, they're not supposed to be on their phones, but yeah. they can't, you know. So I went up there and I said to them, "Why did they come? Right. I know. Let's spend a lot of money, but, you know, and have to and get up and get upsold on drinks and right. uh, and not pay attention." Yeah. So Remember I that frustration up- thing you talked about earlier. There it was again. Like, <laughs> there it was again. I'm about to relieve it. Okay. I'm oh. about to relieve it. Like I'm going right. to pop the frustration balloon, oh. and we're going to feel better. Okay. I was on stage. <laughs> they they announced my name. I walk up on stage and I said, "Hey, everybody! Look, I know the deal. The Pacers. I know if they win." You know, it's going to be awesome, and they're going to go all the way. And, yeah, you know, and but this is a big night. I know. Here's the deal. I can see the television from here on stage, okay? They've got a big screen, flat screen TV. It's huge. It's right there. I can see it, you know. So put the phones away, and I will give you a running update on this game, okay? Everybody just relax. Get a drink, you know, lean back. Let's do a little comedy and have some fun, and I promise you, I'm going to give you consistent updates on this thing, okay? And, I, and people start putting their phones away, putting them yeah. in their pocket. I do the first bit. Everybody, you know, is laughing, starting to kind of loosen up a little. I was like, Pacers are up by four. Pacers, yep, Pacers are up by four. That's, oh, that was a nice shot by Reggie Miller. Oh, my God. They don't that was all a, turn around at that yeah, point? Yeah, they're all turning around like, what, you know, you know, like, yeah. When they're starting to cheer, you know. That's a three-pointer. That was a deep three-pointer, too. Jeez. Is, is, is Reggie Miller not the greatest long-distance three-point shooter? Yeah, you know. And then I'd go into another bit, you know. And anytime I paused, I'd give them an update. You know, oh, wait a minute. We're down by... Yeah, we're down by six. This isn't looking good. Oh, we lost the ball. We lost the ball. Oh, motherfucker. You know, they're just getting into it, right? So I get all the way, I, you know, right before my closer, I do a big build up about, you know, here's, okay, wait a minute. But I, okay, wait a minute. I can't get off stage yet. Okay, this is, uh, okay, we, we've got 20 seconds left. It's tied. This is a tie ball game. It's a tie ball game. There's 20 seconds left. Uh, hey, uh, manager, I'm not doing my closer until this game's over, okay? We need to know what's going on. And I do a whole dramatic build up. 
Pacers win by two. It's a shot at the buzzer, right? Was it a foul? Was it not? It's in. The Pacers win. Place goes nuts, right? I do my closer. Boom. There was no TV. <laughs> there wasn't a TV. I couldn't see a TV. There's no flat screen TV. I made the whole damn yeah. thing up. I got off stage, went right to the green room, closed and locked the door, and listened to people. <laughs> the Pacers lost by like 23 points. <laughs> Oh, my God. That, that's a headliner, ladies and gentlemen. That's a headliner. <laughs> How did you think of that? I don't know. It just popped in my head. Professionalism. Stuart Huff professionalism. Yeah, I don't know. I was no, just sitting a, there. That's a headliner. You I was just sitting the there. I was thinking, they're not even paying attention. i got to figure out some way to get them to put those that's phones beautiful. away or, or leave. I love I, the other option was I was going to tell them, if you want to watch the game, that's cool. Go in the lobby. You know? You know, you, you you did the much better. You did the much better. Yeah, decision. I'm flabbergasted <laughs> at that. Do you think it was mean? No, I just no. It doesn't really yeah. matter. The idea is to get through the show, make yeah. them laugh, and to right. Blah. Yeah, I mean, like, and they're not. It's not like it's. They not had like a was, good time. It's not like it was your fan base or something. You're upsetting. You're upsetting people. They were. Being, oh, they didn't even know who I right. was. They Nobody knows who I am now. Coming to a comedy show and demanding that they were going to be able to watch their phones the whole time. Right, That's and I'll tell mean. you another thing. The Pacers won one time that night. That's right. Like they they, won, got to they feel had good. one time they got to go they through the emotion of I, the Pacers winning. If I, here's the thing: if I was listening and I didn't know you, I wouldn't. I, I I have I don't know if I would believe that story. Like it just seems too too great a story. Like because mm-hmm. every no, I would like if you're describing the game like you're looking at it, right. I would look around and be like, "There's no TV." Like, well, I'll tell you what there was. Well, I'll tell you what there was and what I, what I said. Like in. Crackers, it's a broad ripple. If you're listening, you know the club. It's uh, you know broad ripple. There's a there is a camera like there's in the booth. There's a camera thing. There's a yeah. booth back there yes. where they announce people. And there's a television the, in there. There's yeah. a, a you can see a screen in there. Yes. You know, I mean, so if people turn around and I would point to that thing. Yeah, you know? right. I, that's not that's on the basketball game. I can't see that far. What do you? I know, but that's just great that you can you know? pull that off. I don't think I could like. I would. I would have. That's great. That's, that's great. Stuart Huff. Yeah, that's why you're Stuart Huff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's. I can't afford a damn to ship my damn confessional booths. <laughs> right. If I was a better comedian, I'd be able to ship my look, confessional booths. Look, Van Gogh couldn't ship his confessional booth either. You know, I'd cut an ear off to get that confessional booth. I back. know you would, buddy. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, I don't know. At least a lobe. Is that a confession? Maybe making? not the whole thing, but the lobe. Are you confessing that you would cut off an ear? Mm, I don't know if it's even confessing more than admitting. Yeah. Because I realize it's odd. But that thing was gorgeous. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I well, so you, you were talking about like, oh, if you had the money, would you get it? When I was looking at confessional yeah. stuff online, uh-huh. I found a, an ornate gothic, uh, 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 not podium, but you know, pulpit. Uh, mm-hmm. Where like it was it it was stairs like br- like Ooh. dark wood stairs that went up to this like tall like lifted off the ground pulpit that you and know they use those like, a lot in Greek and I think maybe not a lot but when I was going to churches yeah. the Greek Orthodox do that yeah they yeah. go up in the thing there's yeah, so and really this, in the ceremony big, yeah this yeah. was so beautiful it's gothic like everybody listen to me it's all tortured looking spires and tortured stuff on it looking. it's so, yes. it was so dark yes. wood and it was nineteen thousand dollars and I was like I'd sell a car for that. 
If I had money, nineteen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, you know what I mean. I would, I'd still I don't be know where driving. I put it. If I had money, I'd still be driving a used Honda. I don't care about cars. I yeah, don't, I really don't. You know, right? As long as it runs, that's the reason I like a Honda. It gets you from there to it there. Runs, yeah. you know. And my mechanic, who's a great guy, told me get a Honda. Yeah. Right. So I did, and I don't really care. I, yeah, that's like know, my car. But yeah, I've gotten the same car every time I renew my car. I get the exact same car. Because you like that one, and it, it's, yeah, I like I like it's it's a good size, and it's never broken down. I mean, like I'm, you know, I've had this car for what a year and a half, and it's already at fifty thousand miles. Mm-hmm. So you I'll know. tell you what, the type of person I am, though, or if if I sorry. if I had money, you know, if I was yeah. doing fine, and I saw what Cody just described, right, and it was too large. For the house I was in, I would buy it, and then I would go back and find a bigger house. <laughs> That's the kind of person I am. But, you know, I've given cars away to people before. I don't care about cars. Right. You know what I mean? I just, there's something about junk. And not all, if I, I've seen a lot of things that are real expensive, and they're ugly. And I don't, there's, I don't know why anybody would pay a nickel for that piece of crap. You know? Yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I think we actually didn't get to that product. <laughs> it's still sitting we're gonna here do, on the desk. Uh, we're going to do that next. Right. Yeah. I've enjoyed this episode, though. Have this you is, really? Yeah. yeah we fun. were going to do an item, but we never got to it. No. Cody just showed me a picture of this walk up, uh, do some preaching thing. This thing is tremendously gorgeous. Yeah. It's from Flanders, Belgium. Flanders, Belgium? Mm-hmm. You know, that thing's got some blood on it. You're going <laughs> to need to get that shipped. That's the Dutch, laugh right there. Yeah. That's a great... That's the, isn't it? <laughs> it's a. It sounds like a cartoon character. Which uh, cartoon character is that? I, uh, Thank you. That's the, exactly... You and I think the same, the, which the scares bit. the shit out of me because you have no taste. <laughs> Right, you know what I mean? Goofy? Is it Goofy? Yeah. It's Goofy. Uh, so the bit I used to the bit it's I used goofy. to do when it would come up is I know yeah. I know I know it sounds like Snagglepuss and Krusty the Clown had a baby that ran away to the circus. Right. I've been cursed by the silliest of demons, and for that I apologize. Listen to this. Listen to this. Two toothpicks are standing on the no. corner. Listen to this. Two toothpicks are standing on the corner, and a porcupine walked by, and one toothpick said to another, "Oh shit, we missed the bus." <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that giggle? Did you hear that? <laughs> That's the easy bake Melcher right there. That is the it most gorgeous laugh. That joke gets laugh. me every time. Every, I was on stage once at a Fringe Festival, right? And and you heard that little giggle, and it's Cody's in the audience, and I love him, right? And the crowd is, you know, when a laugh is that beautiful, right? People right. turn around because they love the, you know, people love those unique laughs, right? Mm-hmm. So they turn around, and I and I knew he was there. So I let everybody kind of quiet down. I just told that joke about the toothpicks because I knew that's going to. And he he just started doing that giggle. And, oh, I love it's beautiful. it. It's beautiful. Yes. Don't I'm you really love hearing I'm, laughs like I, that? Well, I love. Yes, I do. But I also have been here all week with you. Yeah. You, it's and that's the first certain, time I've heard the laugh. It's, that's, that's it's not, I haven't laughed that hard. That's not a good <laughs> right. sign for me. You know no, what I'm saying? He's, as a, first as of a, all, first of all, I have to say this, Cody. You don't have to listen to this, but this is true. He has to feel comfortable for that laugh. Okay. I've been around him yeah. enough to know that if if there are new people around, he hides a little bit. He's yeah. a little nervous, but when he feels comfortable with you, then that starts to come out. He starts to be himself. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's you more. Know? It's a more genuine laugh. It, that's and his so, real yeah. laugh. Yeah, that's I a mean, beautiful who, who laugh. Who would fake it? You know what I mean? Is that a family <laughs> laugh? Is that like <laughs> no. a no? No. No. Uh, Did you? Oh yeah, you made me pull is, that up. That is gorgeous. That is absolutely gorgeous. <clears throat> Show that to Tom. Tom, would you buy that? Fifth. I'm going to give you a deal on that right there. Fifteen grand. I had nineteen on it. <laughs> nineteen on it. I'm going to go fifteen. It's going to talk. Going to cost you five grand to ship it. 
it's interesting that I knew exactly what this looked like. A little miniature, like mm -hmm. almost like a, it looks almost like a, a like a chalice with six stairs. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah, up. I mean, like, with I don't steps know. leading up to it. I yes. don't know what I would do with it. Get like an announce what I'm doing for the day to the rest of the people in the house. Like, oh, I yeah. I'll <laughs> tell you, I, I have so many ideas. What I would do with that? I want. I, I want to know them. Uh, oh boy, I would announce everything. I probably <laughs> wouldn't talk to anybody until I walked up those and looked down on them. You know, you bring those to all your shows. You'd like oh. you'd just get you'd get a U-Haul attached to the back of your car for the rest of your life. Just drag that to every stand-up show. Have them wheel it out when you when they introduce you, and then you walk up to the right. top of it and do your set. I'll from tell there. you what would be great. I'll yeah. tell you what would be absolutely wonderful is if you put that thing in a big redneck pickup truck, right? Big <laughs> ass, all the big <laughs> ass wheels. There's mud all over it, right? Yeah. And you put it in the bed of it, and you pulled up to a small town that you didn't live in, yeah. and you you climbed up into the pulpit, right? And you just started yelling, <laughs> you know, that asshole says I'm an atheist. I'm in the pulpit. Vote for me. That's Cody, hard. easy bake melch. You're not even running. You know what I mean? You're just having a fit in the back of a redneck pickup truck. Just punking people with a, sure. with a Dutch, with a Dutch gothic With a Belgian, pulpit. yeah. That'd be great. This would make for a funny, like, like again, like a like a funny television prank thing where you you brought this like just like you're saying you pulled this around maybe on a flatbed and right. you just pulled up somewhere yeah. and you just walk up into the pulpit and start mm -hmm. you know that'd be great junk punk just Jerry you know Jerry Falwell in it or whatever you give your soul to the Lord or yes Can and I they, have a coffee please <laughs> decaf but I've only seen this in one in these in, in one church and that was the Greek Orthodox and they would Greek do, Orthodox yeah and they theirs is a I mean it's really ceremony yeah like they're heavy like, like heavy they deal. only they get up in this thing for a specific portion well, that, and then they do another thing from another portion and then right. they stand with their back to the crowd yeah. and do it to well, the so wall that's 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 <laughs> do it to the wall. That's Fl Flanders, which is Dutch, the Dutch area of Belgium. So that what that's going to be is that's going to be um, probably Cal like Calvinist or something. Um, uh, but that's going to be a product. That's like that's just old school Protestant. That's that's the devil's going to get you unless you yes. repent now. You've got to repent Dutch, now. Hell, Dutch hell and brimstone. Yeah, that one's a witch. Third row, get her out. Burn yeah. her in so the that's back. That's some heavy. That's some heavy Dutch. I want to yeah. use that in Little League. Like believe it. Like pull it up. Oh, wouldn't that be great? To the thing. Walk up on top and look go down. Like, tuck your glove when you throw. Yeah. <laughs> would know. it be seriously? Wouldn't it be great to pull up? You you pull up the the, <laughs> the Dutch Belgium. Hellfire and brimstone, and you just climb up there and go, "Whose kid needs to field harder now?" Yeah. Just, you have a big ass robe on. You spread your wings, you know. Then a, the light <laughs> show begins. I mean, come on. There's there's so many there's so many things you could do. You could you could toss uh, bagels to the commoner. Could you could you figure out a way to incorporate that into a show that you wrote that you have a stage show of where that's your hour and part of that hour is you sort of getting up in there and. Doing, oh, doing a I segment. Mean, yeah. I feel like I feel like God hates Anne could have done that because you're talking about religious hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah. I think that if you did, if it's your so HBO, dramatic. your HBO special version of God hates Anne has that in it. Mm -hmm. If you get if you get a special, you should definitely tell them they need to buy this for it. I would love it. Yeah. All right, my friends. Uh, Cody Melcher, Tom Simmons. We talked about no items. <laughs> We, no we, junk. Talked about, we talked about church furniture. We talked about church furniture. We talked about, yeah, that yeah, we was talked so about, we talked The item is not here. We, we talked about an item that you were not able to get, you know what, which we, was the frustration yeah. over that one piece of furniture, and this, that led to the whole conversation. This episode might be called uh, Smashed Up Catholic Confessional Booth. You know, Dashboard Confessional? Missing Confession Booths. 
It's called Dashboard Confessional. Dashboard Confessional. Maybe that's this a band is an episode we don't because we started talking and didn't shut up. We didn't even get to the item that's sitting in front of me. You got. You guys are going to have to wait for the next episode to even hear what it is. Very it's gonna, it's gonna be that. seven days from now. You know what I mean? <laughs> if the listener is listening to this teaser. right now, you know, which would mean that Matt Holt made a mistake, right? Right? Then it's they're gonna have to wait seven days to know what I'm pointing at right now. <laughs> How frustrated do you think the listener is? I don't really think they care. I think they, I think they're fine with it. That's they're a, used. They're is that used your to, confession? Yeah, uh, I think they're used to you, kind of us, you, you going right, off right, on right. A, on a tangent. Yeah, it's a teaser. It's a teaser. That's this is the teaser episode. It's a two-parter. Next week, tune in. i got to be honest. That's the most untitillating teaser I've ever been a part of. Dude, well, I'm gay, so I don't know a lot about titles. <laughs> witch. <laughs> witch. 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 Lightning. Strike witch. him down. Lightning. Lightning. Hint. Hint. Lightning. <laughs> strike him down. Thank you guys for listening. Cody Melcher, Tom Simmons. Look him up. They do great work. Tom, uh, Cody has an incredible podcast. Tom's going to do a podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities is an on-tour production. Matt Holt, producer. Matt Holt also wrote that sentence. If you want to support us, please rate and review us on iTunes. Anything you do is greatly appreciated. You can visit our Facebook page also at Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. We'll post items of interest there, and you can chit-chat with other obsessives. I even stop by from time to time to see if I can buy anything from anybody. I've been Stuart Huff. If you've liked my obsession as much as I do, thank you very much for listening to me.